Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome in. How are you doing? It is December 19th. Six days till Christmas. Yikes, my hair looks like a nightmare. Um, welcome in to the Bitcoin Made Simple podcast. Go to bitbox.swiss, use promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off your order and get your coins off the exchange, please, please, people. If you've seen anything with the ledger issue, and I haven't really dug that much into it, but you would probably, probably want to get a Bitbox instead and uh, secure your coins, successfully secure your coins uh, with the easiest device to use. And uh, also go to mymoviesplus.com, use promo code C-O-R-Y. That is my first name, Corey. And you'll get uh, a whole year for two bucks a month. And you can't beat that with a stick. And we got a ton of bunch, a ton of bunch, a ton of bunch of good stuff coming for you guys there. Jeez, Louise, I'm all over the place. Um, but uh, I think today what I'm going to talk to you guys about is the ordinals. Ordinals. Um, I've purposely avoided this topic. But people are still talking about it, and it's annoying. Um, so here's what I'm gonna do. I have very limited, very limited research on it. So I'm gonna do it here and give you my first reaction. All right. Ordinal inscriptions similar to and what are ordinals? This is according to decrypt.co, so you know that's going to be, they use that crypto word, so look out. Um, okay. So, Bitcoin developers, I'll read this out loud. Bitcoin developers have worked to bring non-fungible tokens or NFTs to the number one blockchain for nearly a decade. Beginning... In 2014, with Counterparty, the creators of the rare people, blah, 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 blah. Okay. What? No. All right, so Taproot is apparently part of this. Uh, here's the simplest. Uh, ordinals are means of creating Bitcoin NFTs by attaching data such as images, videos, and more to an individual Satoshi on the base Bitcoin blockchain. Um, sounds stupid. That's my reaction. Um, I mean... <sighs> It's just a shit coin. So, I mean, what's the value in it? I don't see much of a value. Um, I, let me try to think. It, here's where, so when NFTs first came out, I remember being like, oh, there is a legit interesting thought here. Because, um, you know, they were like, they were talking about NFTs with, you know, like NBA highlights. And it was like, you could own this LeBron James dunk for $50,000. Um, and it turns out that you didn't actually own it. So my initial reaction where I thought, okay, this might have some value if it has any value at all, would be if you had the 
if you if you owned it, meaning anyone wanted to use it going forward, then they had to pay you royalties. That's the only way. So, for example, say LeBron James has an amazing dunk, and you can buy the NFT for it. Well, by golly, you are going to be in great shape to buy that NFT uh, because how many, if it's one of the most replayed dunks of all time, then on ESPN and everywhere else, they're going to want to replay that and play it over. And people are going to use highlight videos and all this kind of stuff that's going to be generating revenue for using that video clip. Um, then, yeah, that, that has value. Uh, but what quickly became apparent is that, no, that's not how it works. You just, quote, unquote, own it. Uh, nothing else. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, and from a business perspective, I'm like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, from a coolness factor, if you have half a brain, it's the stupidest thing you've ever heard. If you have zero brain, then maybe you're like, oh, Oh man, it's so cool, man! Like I own LeBron James's video. Um, so stupid. So ordinals, from what I have gathered, from my limited, limited research, is that, and I. So forgive me for not being completely technically sound here, and I'm gonna drop the ball and trying to explain it. Um technically but again this is bitcoin made simple and even though it's i talk about bitcoin and other stuff um and i don't talk about bitcoin exclusively i guess um i don't talk about any other crypto you guys know that um because anything that's a not bitcoin is a shit coin uh so if you're new to bitcoin just keep that in mind if it's not bitcoin it is a shit coin take it from me and everyone who's been here before it is undoubtedly a shit coin um, where was I going with that? So why would you want to put a, an image on the Bitcoin blockchain? I mean, I would use, uh, it's OP return, uh, Ben, the car man. He's the one that uh, developed it. It's a tool where you can go in and pay to have a transaction go into, the blockchain and then you can type your message in and that message will get imprinted into the blockchain forever, which is like cool. Um, and so I did that with like different movies plus things, um, you know, to, to premiere them or like on premieres, I know put notes out there about them. Um, and then, but I mean, like, you know, if you want to put an image there, it's like, I guess it's a way if you're able to attach images into to a Satoshi and they end up on people's nodes, then it's there forever. It's imprinted on people's nodes forever or what what have you. If you want to do that for almost like preventing preventing prevention of book burning, that's one way to look at it. Um, You know. Like, you don't want a video scrubbed from the internet, so you can put it there because the Bitcoin blockchain will keep it going. That's one point of value, the only point of value I can really see, to be honest. But the more I think about it, the more I realize it's beyond that, there's nothing. Um, 
so are speculators going to want to trade ordinals? Sure. Um, but do I think a JPEG in somebody's node should be traded at a later date for more money? No. I think that's stupid. Um, but just because I think somebody something is stupid does not mean I shouldn't welcome it or let people do it. A free market will decide. That's the key, key here is that the free market will decide on what is the best the best way forward. The free market always decides. So let's look let's look at how the free market is handling it cuz right now ordinals have cost mempool.space there we go. So ordinals have caused fees to skyrocket. Um so for example, a look, let's see how many unconfirmed transactions there are. Uh da 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 there are 291,000 unconfirmed transactions. Let's look at the block rewards. Uh, so block 822004, uh, the fees for that block were 1.8 Bitcoin. So as you guys know, the current Bitcoin... The current Bitcoin uh, block reward is 6.25, um, but 6.25 Bitcoin. But thanks to the 1.8 Bitcoin in fees, uh, it is the block subsidy. The last block, the whole reward was 8.078 Bitcoin, $341,119, if you must know, because the current Bitcoin price is $42,362.30. Um, so you can go on, you can look and see where like these big ordinals, like for example, somebody, they transacted, uh, like they, it's hard to see. Well, you guys can't see. I mean, you know, this is a podcast, but if you ever looked at the block, size you can see all the little bites and then like little squares like one individual and then a big huge square somebody that like wanted to push and ram something through so i guess this is an ordinal here but somebody put in it was a transaction amount of half a bitcoin and the fee they paid was like 2700 bucks that was like point that was point uh 0.59 Bitcoin. So let's calculate that out. Um, so $42,000 Bitcoin times 0.59 equals $24,780. And somebody paid a fee of $2,700. So somebody paid uh, like twenty seven. 
$25,000 to move $25,000, basically. $2,700 to move $25,000. Um, that's a hell of a wire fee. Um, but I'm assuming that this was an ordinal uh, transaction. Uh, so, yeah, it, people... But, like, people are still getting in their transactions for, like, small fees. Um, like, somebody moved 0 0.02 Bitcoin. It's 0 0.027. So, 0 0.027 times 42,000. So, somebody moved $1,100 worth of Bitcoin for $4.01. So... It's all relative. Uh, it depends on how long you want to wait for your confirmation. Um, and you know, looking at the current block as things are getting built into it. Um, so basically the block fees, the, the, from what I can gather, the ordinals are taking up a bunch of space because people are jamming, you know, the, but miners are prioritize the fees, the the transactions with the highest fees. Um, so because of that, uh, people are paying higher fees to get their transaction through on the next block. Um, and it's all because of this ordinal thing. And people were like, oh, like stupid Udi, like, oh, like we broke Bitcoin, blah, blah, blah. Like, first of all, if that's what you really wanted to do, then congratulations, you moron. Um, and uh, like, he's just a clout chaser and not worth paying mind to it. So if you're if you're new to Bitcoin, don't pay attention to Udi. He's a complete and total waste of time. Um, and uh, he's just, he, he has, if he only had a brain... Uh, and was only here to do anything but clout chase, then maybe he'd be worth your time, but he's not. Um, so yeah, from what I gather, the ordinals look like a waste. Now, is it going to kill Bitcoin? No. Um, the thing that's nice is if you get a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet, go to bitbox.swish slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. And I know you guys use that a lot because I get a little notification when you use it. Um, but the... Yeah, the block rewards have been better. The block rewards have been higher um, because it's made... I mean, you look at it this way. When I initially started mining Bitcoin, the when I initially started mining Bitcoin, fees were like maybe like 0.3 Bitcoin at most. Um, so, you know, you would get Let's just, for simple math, it was 6.25 Bitcoin as the block reward, and there was 0.25 Bitcoin as the uh, as the fee, so you'd get the block subsidy would be 6.5 Bitcoin. Um, so 6.5 Bitcoin as opposed to right now, the last one was 1.8 Bitcoin. So... 6.25 Bitcoin plus 1.828 Bitcoin equals 8.078 Bitcoin. So divide that by 6.5 and you've 
got a 24% increase in profitability. Uh, pretty significant. So frankly, as a miner, um, I would love to see people mining, doing ordinals and paying even more, higher fees. Um, will Bitcoin survive long term? Absolutely. But there is a th- there you know there is such a thing as block space scarcity, um, and you look at so here I'm gonna look at uh, Bitcoin mining calculator, Bitcoin mining calculator, um, but block space scarcity is a real thing, um, and going forward you know as when you onboard. 8 billion people to the Bitcoin network, we all know you're not going to be able to transact on it like like Visa or any other. That's why we have the Lightning Network. That's why we have... That's why we have the... Um, that's why we have the Lightning Network. That's why we have uh, all the layers being built on top of Bitcoin. Where everyone else... And that's why I say, frankly, the average person will never transact on the Bitcoin main layer, on the main layer. Um, And that's okay. But really, eventually it'll be like institutions. Just imagine, if you will, institutions and big banks, you know, that are these clearinghouses moving massive sums of cash, you know, to settle things up at the end of the day and... um, and that right now happens through the banking system, and it's a disaster. But imagine it's on the Bitcoin layer, and um, think about how valuable Bitcoin's going to be then if the only way that you can transact on the Bitcoin layer is if you have... The only way you can transact is if you have uh, enough to pay the fees, um, and it's going to be significant. So Bitcoin itself will probably be very, very expensive because um, you got to think about the overnight markets and everything that where they go to settle bank statements and make sure all the banks are square, uh, blank fee, bank fees, ACH fees, all the different fees that get paid in the banking world. I'm not saying that they're all going to transition over because Bitcoin should be freer and a more fair system. Um which it will be, it will be, but fees will be part of it if you want to move cash. So you'll have your money maybe on the Lightning Network, and that's your spending money, spending to and fro, uh, but you have you know some of your Bitcoin sitting in cold storage that is never going to get touched until you absolutely need it. Um, at which case, you know, it might cost you, I mean, let's say right now, let's say you have one Bitcoin on a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet, which is the hardware wallet that you should have. Um, so you have one Bitcoin on it, which is $42,000. And you want to transact it, you want to move it, and you want to put a premium on it. Like that person, that was probably an ordinal or whatever, but like if you want to move the whole Bitcoin and you want to pay $2,700 to move it, that's insane. But in the future... It might cost $2,700 to move any Bitcoin, any transaction. But if Bitcoin, if one Bitcoin is worth a million dollars, that's really not that bad. That's what? 3% of 
2.7% transaction fee. If Bitcoin's worth $10 million, which Satoshi, I mean, Hal Finney, whoops, um, with Hal Finney and I believe, based on his accurate assessment then, if you take the dollar circa 2009, take twenty the all the dollars in the world and divide it by 21 million, it comes out to 10 million. So $10 million in spending money circa 2009 is what Bitcoin should be worth, which would be a lot more right now. Um, let's say Bitcoin's worth $10 million. Are you going to care if you pay a two point... That would be a, not 2.7, that would be a 0.27% fee. My math might be off, but regardless, I don't think it is. Here, I'll do my math real quick for you. Um, Quackulator. Okay, so 2,700 divided by 1 million is times 100. Ooh. So yeah, one million. That one million dollars. Point two seven. Wait. One million dollars. Times point two seven percent. Yeah, at a twenty seven hundred dollar fee, at a million dollars is point two seven percent. So I was off by a decimal point in the good direction. Um, so at ten million dollars uh, times point two seven percent, or ten million divided by twenty seven hundred. Oh wait, no, I did that backwards. God, I'm terrible. So you can see why I'm such a scholar. Um, so 10 million. Yeah. Uh, at $10 million Bitcoin, a $2,700 transaction fee is 0.027%. Um, I'm sure the fee might be a little bit higher, but just using that as a for instance. Um, but I would be using the shart out of that uh, network because it's valuable. And... Also, it's going to be valuable for Bitcoin miners. So, all in all, my first first look at it and first real Fourier, 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 whatever Fourier, Fourier, Fourier is the opening, the entrance of a building. Um, the my first Fourier into uh, looking at ordinals and i think they're worthless but ultimately the fees are good and that's why like i said to you guys before you should get a dca machine also known as a bitcoin miner because that's the most accurate way to or the most uh secure and safe way to get your bitcoin and put them on a bitbox so to hardware wallet um and uh enjoy the fees now because right now i don't know exactly what it is but let's say I'm spending like $6 a day in electricity and probably getting about $12 worth of Bitcoin a day. I don't know. I got to I got to drill down on that number. Maybe I'll get that number for you guys next week. Um but uh I might put one more out. I know I'm late on this one. Uh Christmas is coming up, so uh you know, we'll try to try my best to to get these uh pumping out for you, but 
I appreciate all of you guys, and I hope if I do not talk to you before then, I hope you have a Merry Christmas, and I will talk to you guys later.